Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Beyond the Profi podcast. I am your host, Jasmine Haley, former clinician, former educator, now an amazing entrepreneur that is continuously sharing the stories of professionals in dentistry and also building an incredible agency, consulting agency that serves individuals in the realm of speaking and training services. And I am excited to continue this series. We're talking about navigating difficult work environments. And for this episode, we'll be covering empathy and engagement. Now, this is a part of the framework that I've created uh, based on my own experiences of dealing with a toxic work environment, of nearly losing myself within a toxic work environment that really got me extremely burnt out. And it was really the catalyst between the toxic work environment, the toxic relationships that were specifically in my life and the loss of my mom. When she passed away suddenly, I, that was enough to shock me and say, what in the world am I doing right now? Cause this ain't it. (laughs) This ain't it. Like I'm someone that loves life. In fact, recently I was just reading, watching Eat, Pray, Love, and I haven't finished the movie yet, but there was a a point where Liz Gilbert, she said, I used to love and enjoy life and food. And I just had, I'm just, there's no excitement. So if you feel that way, you may be dealing with multiple things. And if you know that one of the reasons why you're lacking that joy in life and in business because of a difficult work environment, I'm going to be sharing this series to kind of help give you some tools as you navigate that. Okay. Now, if you go to earlier episodes, you can hear more of my story and me making the final decision to actually leave that environment. But I stayed in environments and in relationships outside of that environment for years. So there was work that needed to be done within. And we'll get to that part as well. So know that there is no one way approach. There are many approaches that will work. I'm sharing it based off of my knowledge, my experience, what I've also seen for my clients and community members. But before we get into the details of the content we'll be sharing today, you know, I had to give some shout outs for people who left reviews for the Beyond the Profi podcast. So as you already know, I'm putting my own dollars into this to this platform to share your stories, okay, to serve as a spirit of inspiration and empowerment for each of you. How you can provide value back to me is by leaving a review. Leaving a review will allow others to be able to know what to expect when listening to this podcast. It will also make my podcast more readily found so that other people can benefit from this. And in the spirit of abundance, when you share and you open open things up into the universe and into the world, it will come back to you. When you do good in the world, it will come back to you tenfold. I firmly believe that, have seen that a hundred times over in my own personal and professional journey. So shout out to Dana who wrote, gets me pumped. Listening to Jasmine and the guests she expertly chooses gets me so pumped. Every episode leaves me with that same buzz of inspiration that I get from in-person CE and networking events. Thanks so much, Jasmine. You're a jewel to our profession. 
Thank you, Dana. Dana Myers, RDH, for leaving that review. And it brings me so much joy to know that even years later, we're still making an impact with the content that we put out there. Here's another one. And I love this. So the title of this review is Love the Personalities. This is from Amanda RDH01. Love to listen to the podcast. The content is relevant to our profession and empowering to those in the trenches. However, it's hard to hear sometimes. Maybe an upgrade of audio equipment is in order after some further sponsorship. (laughs) Yes. Okay. And they rated me four stars. And guess what? I appreciate that. So your girls got better audio. Okay. (laughs) Your girls got better audio because I made some more coins outside of dentistry. to get my butt outside of dentistry (laughs) to improve my my equipment no i'm just all kidding aside i i did update the the equipment years ago but yeah i needed to hear that so i know that that's important for each of you so make sure you all go to your favorite podcasting app you can find out the the link specifically for for that is is found in your podcasting app where you can leave a review. And so I will go in and I will take a look at the reviews and I will make sure that I shout you all out because I could not be here after how many years has it been? I don't know, eight years, eight or nine years. We're almost at nine years. I got to look. I got to look. I think it's eight or nine years of me podcasting and sharing this message that we've been here for some time and I could not have made this possible without each and every one of y'all. So I love you. Right. Sometimes we work each other's nerves. Right. That's what family does. But I love each and every one of (laughs) y'all. So for our content today, I'm talking about empathy and engagement. And for this episode, it's really a key to navigating difficult work environments. In exploring my legacy framework, we're going to focus in on the E portion of that during this episode, which is empathy and engagement. And what you hear a lot of, especially in the corporate world, is they talk about soft skills, like skills that are necessary for you to be an excellent leader, for you to, to flourish in your specific career. But I want you to not think of them as just soft skills, but strategic tools, okay? Because when you have the opportunity to work and develop these skills, these innate skills, for some of us, and for some of us, we've got to learn it, okay? It will transform your career. It will transform you as a person because you're developing leadership skills, and it will help you in the way you navigate challenging work environments. I am so thankful for the soft skills, right? I'm using the bunny bunny ears, the soft skills that I've developed because they've become tools in my toolbox now where when I deal with a difficult work situation or environment, I don't shy away from it. I don't run away from it. I don't doubt my worthiness. I don't doubt, you know, my ability to be able to find something else better. Like it is a sense of peace that comes over me. And this, my friends, along with therapy, shout out to my therapist, therapy is absolutely necessary when you have been 
almost downtrodden by experiences that for some may become very traumatic. So I remember a scenario in my career that highlighted the importance of empathy and leadership. I had a team member that was visibly shaken because they missed a project deadline. And obviously, as you may all know, whether you are clinically working in the operatory, if there's a deadline missed or a, a something that you need specifically to be able to provide your treatment for your patient does not arise arrive when your patient is expected to be there, it gets everyone kind of rattled up, right? So just think about this. this. This scenario for me specifically is about a project deadline, but the same can still exist inside a clinical operatory. So the atmosphere becomes tense in situations like that. You or your colleagues may be feeling a sense of frustration, maybe even disappointment. But here's the key. Rather than jumping to conclusions or pointing fingers at my colleague, I approach the situation with empathy. By actively listening, acknowledging their feelings, the conversation that we had was able to shift from confrontational to more collaborative leading to an effective resolution for us with that project deadline. And for many of us, because we're working in a heightened sense, at all times we're watching the clock, we're constantly going, 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 developing the skills to approach conversations collaboratively versus confrontational takes some time. So let's talk about why empathy and engagement matters for you in your professional career and why you as a leader, yes, you, you may not own the practice, you may be a supporting staff, but each and every person that forms an organization, a clinical practice is a leader. So empathy and leadership goes beyond simply understanding others' feelings. It involves us listening actively, validating emotions before we give our own opinion and fostering open communication. How is that culture being created? So here's some key reasons why these qualities are necessary and vital in managing difficult work environments. Number one, when you develop empathy and engagement, you'll be able to build trust and rapport with your team. So for any dentists that happen to be listening to this, this is crucial for the culture that you want to create. Empathetic engagement helps in building trust and rapport with team members. It shows that you value their input and you care about their well-being. I have been blessed to have team members on my team for three years now. I have some team members that have been with me for three years, some for two years, and heading into their third. You have to create a culture for people to want to stay with you. Now, they're not going to stay forever. But a culture has to be created where they feel valued, right? How do we build that trust and rapport by developing these skills in our leadership? Number two, enhancing communication is important. When empathy is utilized, we can open up channels for more effective communication. So leaders are now able to understand what are the underlying issues that I need to address more effectively to improve the efficiency within our work environment. Number three, you create a more supportive work environment by engaging with empathy. And when you have that supportive atmosphere, people are more willing to 
have honest conversations and give honest feedback. There's an open dialogue. People feel more committed to your mission and your vision and what it is that you want to achieve in your specific organization. Now, how can each of us incorporate it more into our own leadership style, regardless of the role that we serve in an organization? See, for me, all of my team members, even though I'm the CEO and I'm making majority of the strategic decisions, every single person that's on my team is valuable. And they are told that on a regular basis. And they are shown how their value then impacts the growth of the overall business. Have you shown, have you been shown in your work environment how you contribute to the growth of the business? That may be aiding to some of the reasons why it's hard for you to navigate the difficult work environment because you don't it doesn't appear that you're included. So how can we incorporate it just for our leadership style? Because right now we're not even talking about the issues of the organization right now. We're talking about ourselves. Well, number one, we can practice active listening. We can ensure that each team member feels heard and understood. One of the things I learned in therapy was repeating back what I've heard from someone to make sure that we're on the same page before I give my response. And listening without judgment is important because you want to be able to give them undivided attention, not formulate exactly what you want to say on the other end. Second, we need to acknowledge and validate our emotions. Sometimes we need to step away. Sometimes we also need to understand why are we upset? Why is this showing up? Why, why, why am I feeling frustrated? Acknowledging that, recognizing your state first, recognizing also the emotional state of your team member will then allow you to know, okay, this is the right way for me to lead to the second part, which is fostering open and honest communication. When you acknowledge your emotional state and those of your team members, now you can get to a place where you can express your thoughts and concerns openly and create a safe space for dialogue and constructive feedback. You don't want someone to give feedback and then you're ready to go, oh no, I'm ready to let them know about themselves. I'm ready to also not work here anymore. I can't take this feedback. And so if you find that even with receiving constructive feedback, you don't feel good. Every time anyone gives you any feedback, you feel defensive. I am here to let you know that that may be a personal issue that you're projecting. And there is an amazing book from Adam Grant. Hold on, let me get, let me, let me pull up this book real quick because I didn't have, I didn't have this prepared for me to to share with you. But I'd got to share this book with you. It is so good. So this book by Adam Grant is called Hidden Potential. Okay, and it talks about leaders and what and what what leadership is like when people are advancing to whatever their level of best potential would be. And they, he talks about, he has a chapter just in there that talks about feedback and how any person that has, that is truly embodying true leadership skills is open to feedback. They want feedback because the constructive feedback is what creates and fosters growth. And when you talk about an organization or a practice, that growth can't happen without that honest discussion, but a safe place has to be created. So if you don't have a safe place to have that dialogue 
or to even get constructive feedback, not the kind of feedback that tears down individuals, then there are some hard decisions that you'll have to make, right? Some hard decisions that you'll have to make on whether or not this work environment is for the long term. And of course, we'll cover that in our series as we continue on in the remaining weeks releasing these episodes. So just remember, when you think about empathy and engagement, it can reshape challenging workplaces. Some work environments are not at a complete loss. Some need restructural changes, structural changes that need to happen and occur in there. But when you feel more empowered yourself personally to navigate difficult situations, to do so with understanding, with tact, and with the foundation of looking at what is a problem, how can we solve it, how can we continue to foster a positive and safe work environment psychologically, physiologically, all of the things. We will remember that these skills take time. There's not something that happens overnight. But when they're cultivated over time through practice, commitment, you won't be always perfect. You'll apologize when things don't come out right. You continue to move for- forward. It makes a world of a difference in changing a work environment that may be negative to one that is creating a positive work culture. So if you found this episode valuable for you, feel free and share it with your team. Ask yourself, are we in our communication looking at being more empathetic are, and, and really looking at increase, increasing the engagement and the way that we engage with each other in our communication? I firmly believe that when you understand and apply heart-driven communication strategy that we share here with Legacy Scaler, it makes a world of a difference. It builds incredible leaders and, and creates impactful organizations that will stand the test of time. If you're currently in need for your office or an event where you want to explore how our programs will help you and your team learn how to be more heart-driven communicators and be more effective leaders. Reach out to me, explore our programs, our training programs that can benefit you personally or your organization at jasminehaley.com forward slash speaker. I am so grateful for each of you. And I hope that some of the tips that I shared in here will help you in your own personal development as a leader, but also in what kind of contribution you can bring to the organization that you currently work in. I can't wait to see you in our next element of this discussion of navigating hostile work environments. Again, if you find this information valuable, share this episode, leave us a review. And if you have some ideas, you either want to share your story or you have topics that you want me to cover on this podcast, head to jasminehaley.com forward slash career. Leave me some comments. Let me know. And we will do our best to support you along your own legacy-driven journey as you all think beyond the profit.